I like to think of my story as a story of redemption, God redeeming a broken life. That's not to say that I have it all together and I don't struggle anymore, because I do. But God has done amazing things in my life that have brought me to where I am today, and that's why it's redemptive. I've been a member of Sanctuary for about seven years, and I, when I first came in, I was serving on crew, I've been on the tech team, currently I'm leading a life group, and I'm obviously on the worship team. <laughs> but when I first walked into Sync, I really struggled with connecting with people. I think there's a couple reasons for this. First, I went to really small parochial schools my entire life. So I never really had the opportunity to develop any social skills. So I really always just struggled with connecting with people and making friends. And I think the second reason is because I walked in and I felt like I had already lived so much life. I'd already been married. I'd already bought a house. Of course, got the dog to go with the house. And two years after we got married, my husband and I decided that we wanted to start having a family. struggled. We struggled with infertility for three years. And that word just feels like such a dirty word, such a shameful word. So full of pain. And I didn't understand why God was withholding a child from us. And I wondered if this is how the barren women in the Bible felt. Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Hannah, Elizabeth. And month after agonizing month, nothing. I felt like God had abandoned us, like he'd forgotten about us. And we didn't have a community to surround us and support us and love us and let us cry with them. We were going through this alone and something this hard can break people and it broke us. About five years after we got married, we got divorced. Infertility tore us apart. But God doesn't say, well, you messed up, so I'm gonna withhold good things from you. He doesn't say you blew your chance at happiness and that's it. He uses us in our brokenness. He uses us no matter where we are. If you open up the Bible, it doesn't matter where you look, you will see stories of broken people and God using them. You see that in Moses. You see that in David. If you look in the New Testament, you see that in Peter and Paul. God using these stories of these broken people to further his kingdom. Menlo isn't like the church that I grew up in. 
feel like Menlo is a place where the broken come to be healed. It doesn't matter how messed up your story is. You're welcome here. And God can use you like he can use me. And I learned over the years that I really need community, that I really need a village. I can't do this life alone. And I wish I had that village when my husband and I were dealing with our infertility. I need people that I can be vulnerable with. I need people that I can cry with. I need people that don't view the question, how are you? as just another form of saying hi. They don't want fine as the answer. They want to actually know, how am I doing? Even when my life isn't rainbow and unicorns, when I'm a complete mess, they want to know. I wish I had the time to tell you my whole story. <laughs> That's only a sliver. I would tell you about the time that I first learned that women could go to seminary, like legitimately go, and they were allowed. And people knew that they were women. When I told my parents I was going to go to seminary, they actually reacted worse than when they found out I was getting divorced. They view women as women pastors as being sinful. But my time at seminary was so transformational, and my faith has changed so much as a result that that only can be from God. I would also tell you about a miracle that happened in my life, like a real one, that released me from an abusive relationship. And the role that Menlo's Benevolence Committee played in that miracle. I never understood why people stayed in abusive relationships until I was actually in one. And now I understand. And it's so much more complicated than you can ever imagine it is. And if that's you, you're not alone. And I want you to know that if you don't have someone to turn to, if you don't have a village, please come see me after the service. I still struggle with unanswered prayers. I struggle with loneliness, yearning for a life partner. I struggle with anxiety and depression. Some days are worse than others, something I've been dealing with my whole life. And I still feel the pain of infertility, obviously. I've also been homeless, jobless, moneyless, friendless, struggling in every way. And that is not my life today but I will never forget how far I've come and how important my community is in getting to me to where I am today. I feel like whether life is easy or incredibly hard, you always have two choices. You can be bitter or you can be grateful. And I really try to be grateful even in the face of all of the unanswered prayers. I'm no longer married, and I'm still not a mom. 
that I have friends that love me and support me no matter what I have gone through in my life. And no matter where I'm going, I need a village, and I found mine. I want to close with Psalm 73, 25 to 26. Whom have I in heaven but you, God? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Thank you for letting me share my story.